With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 96.3 News Radio KKOB. It's Brandon Vote, and with me is Liz Wheeler. And you can check out the Liz Wheeler Show on our website, LizWheeler.com. And she's got a new book out, Hide Your Children. It's available everywhere now. Liz, thanks for being with us. Brandon, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. So tell me a little bit about this book and what prompted you to write it. Yeah, the, the book itself has been a long time coming. I've been working on it for about a year and a half. And it's uh, it's sparked actually by that visceral feeling, that gut feeling. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about, that parents across the country have felt as they have watched this relentless attack on our children, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, all you had to do was look over your kid's shoulder, right, during Zoom school, and you saw critical race theory and trans ideology and 1619 Project. And I thought to myself, I know this isn't new. The left has been going after our children's minds for a long time, but why the escalation now? What is behind this? Who is behind this? What is their goal? So I set out digging into that question. And of course, what I found is this isn't new. It's a decades long effort. The left has been seeding Marxist ideas into our institutions for a long time. And sadly, they've done so very successfully. They've captured the media. They've captured the education system. Sadly, they've captured a lot of religious institutions too and the law. Now they have their sights set on the nuclear family, especially children. And, you know, one of the frustrating things that I can't, that I, I realized about partway through writing this book is what has the Republican Party been doing to fight back against this since mm-hmm. it is a decades long infiltration? So what I do in the first half of my book is I name the names of the people, the Marxists and the organizations that are behind the institutional capture and behind the attack on our kids. And then the second half of my book, I offer a solution that, Brandon, I will tell you, is different than what the Republican Party offers for how we can actually start winning for once Mm -hmm. and retake these institutions and protect our kids. Yeah, it's interesting, Liz, because uh, decades ago we lost higher education or conservatives lost higher education. And we just kind of said, that's all right, and just kind of moved on. And then they started moving into secondary schools and primary schools. And it's been great over the last couple of years 
uh, to see conservatives say, nope, you're not going to do this to us again. We're going to do what we can to try to take this back. You're not going to do for primary education that, like you did with higher education. Well, and it is encouraging, right, to see all these parents and concerned citizens running for school board seats, showing up at school board meetings, saying, no, I don't want critical race theory being taught to my child. But at the same time, it's caused the left to escalate because they understand that now that our eyes are open, now that we understand the reality of this political enemy we're facing, we might be able to fight back against it more effectively. Let me tell you about one of the most interesting things I came across in the course of researching this book that I think under uh, underscores how the Republican Party has lost this battle. Why actually that we allowed the left to co-opt education from K to 12 and then universities, of course, is compulsory public education in our country actually didn't happen until 1852. Sounds like a long time ago. It's not really that long ago. Mm -hmm. Massachusetts was the first state to make public schooling mandatory. And the reason that they did was because at the time there was an influx of immigrants coming to our country, particularly Catholic immigrants. And these Protestant politicians in charge wanted these immigrant children to be indoctrinated in American values so that they would be loyal to America first rather than the country of their birth. Mm -hmm. And they wanted the kids indoctrinated in Protestant values because of the centuries-long battle between Protestants and Catholics. And what I realized as I read this is our education system actually is supposed to be used as an indoctrination center. Mm -hmm. We often think of it, think of indoctrination negatively because what the Democrats are indoctrinating our children with. But indoctrination itself is kind of a morally neutral it's like nebulous ambiguous concept it's really what's being indoctrinated that determines what whether it's bad or good and so in my book i challenge conservatives to start rethinking about the way that we view institutions right now we view them oh we want schools to be neutral just to teach reading writing or arithmetic and i challenge conservatives on this because i don't think neutrality is possible when you're teaching children there will always be some values imparted it's Mm -hmm. either going to be the democrats ideologies or the rights, values, and principles. And I, for one, think it should be our American values and Judeo-Christian principles. Yeah, yeah. Liz Wheeler with us. The new book, it's available everywhere now. Hide Your Children, and you can learn more at LizWheeler.com. And Liz, in your book, you write about uh, the from the teachers' unions to the school counselors, how um, everybody is out there uh, with their own agenda, pushing it on our kids. But it's really interesting on how they have used school counselors because most parents just look at the, the counselors as being someone that's on staff and can help your kids. But really what they're doing is just pushing uh, the less the leftist and the Marxist agenda uh, in these kids, and they've got free reign to do so. You know, a teacher is tied to a classroom. This counselor can get one-on-one with these students and some students that are very vulnerable. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's really shocking to understand the strategy that the left is using. So as some states and even just school districts have banned the teaching of critical race theory or anything related to it, bans transgender ideology from schools, the the technicality of the law oftentimes just includes school administrators or school staff or teachers, but it doesn't include the school counselors who are oftentimes contracted by the schools. So what what the school counselors do is they used to have a system where they would identify children in need, right? If you came in with bruises all over you, they'd maybe note that there's a possibility that you were being abused. If you were very underweight, they'd note that maybe you would qualify for school lunches because you were underfed. And it would have to be some outward sign or verbal communication from children 
two school administrators that would notify the school counselors to be put into this program where they could where they could get help. Well, the School Counselors Association has changed how this program works, and they now put every single student that enters the school into these programs so that they can have access to the minds of every single child, regardless of whether they are they are subject to abuse or need extra extra uh, help with food, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And most parents have no idea that sending their kids to the elementary school, counselors can talk to them about anything from critical race theory to trans ideology. They don't have to disclose it to parents. And it's not a matter of, oh, you will be sent a note if your child qualifies as someone in need that is going to be sent to the counselor. Every child can be can be sent unless yeah. parents take the specific action of prohibiting it. Yeah, and they can also, with every child getting sent, then they can kind of cherry pick on the ones that may be most easily swayed one way or another. That's right. That's exactly right. And we know how vulnerable so many young children are mm -hmm. because of their exposure to TikTok, because of their exposure to, you know, now Disney programming, or if they come from a broken family, all these counselors have to do is say, okay, here's a 12 year old girl who's going through puberty a little bit younger than other students. And she's being bullied because she's uncomfortable with her body. And there's no counter programming out there that tell young girls how wonderful it is to be a woman and, you know, how magical it is to have a woman's body. So she just feels this self-loathing identify that in the blink of an eye and say well maybe if you don't like your body maybe that means you're a boy mm -hmm. and if you're a boy maybe you should socially transition and you know what your parents won't be supportive so we just won't tell them because if you tell them and they aren't supportive you'll be prone to suicide yeah. it's such an abusive abusive process that most most parents i mean associate the idea of a school counselor with like with our school counselors from when we were kids who were mostly innocuous right they're mostly guidance counselors yeah. for careers and stuff that is not what it is anymore yeah, yeah. Hide Your Children is the new book uh, from Liz Wheeler. You can learn more at LizWheeler.com. And, and Liz, how, how much do you think that the COVID school shutdown contributed to parents finally realizing really uh, what is going on in those, uh, in those classrooms? Because they sent all of our kids home and then we were like, you were learning about that sort of thing? I mean, if anything, I hate to even call it a silver lining of COVID because I think our country is going to have a very difficult time recovering from the um, from the oppression that we experienced under under the tyrants of the public health establishment and, and these politicians. Mm -hmm. But the silver lining, if there is one to COVID, is that it did allow parents to have their eyes open. Most parents, even if they're not conservative or Christian, don't want their children being taught if you're white, you're racist. If you're black, you're oppressed. They don't want their little kids being taught that gender is disconnected from biological sex and you are what you identify. They don't want that. And they didn't realize it was happening because it is such. I mean, if you were to propose this idea to people six, seven years ago, they wouldn't have believed you because it's so hard to believe because it's so evil yeah. that it is one of those things that parents have to see with their own eyes. And like I said, silver lining for better, for worse. When mm -hmm. parents saw it in schools, that is when the parents' rights movement really um, got its feet underneath it. And and our eyes were opened. And hopefully that means we can now fight back effectively. But not if we continue to use the strategy of the Republican Party. We have to yeah. embrace this new idea that sometimes we have to use government to solve problems, too. Sometimes it can't be solved at an individual level. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hide Your Children is the new book from Liz Wheeler. Liz, what was one thing that kind of surprised you when you started doing research for this book? 
Oh, the thing that surprised me most, I got to tell you, this is a funny story. So I did a lot of the research for this book after my daughter went to bed. I have a two-year-old. After my daughter went to bed at night. So I'd have Mm -hmm. these long late nights from like 9 p.m. until 2 a.m. where I'd be working on this book. This was probably at like 1 a.m. one night. I am researching Antonio Gramsci. He was the co-founder of the Italian Communist Party. And he was the one that really transformed Karl Marx's economic Marxism into what we know as cultural Marxism. Gramsci noted accurately that when Marxist revolutions were actually successful, it wasn't really based on economic discontent. First, the cultural institutions of the people were destroyed. So he was the one who suggested that we, you know, that the left capture the media, the education system, religious institutions, the law, destroy the family, et cetera, et cetera. And his ideas, he wrote he wrote these ideas down in in a notebook called the prison notebooks because he was thrown in prison by Mussolini. I'm reading these prison notebooks and I realized that they were not translated into English until the last 50 years, like probably even less than that, the last 30 years. So Gramsci's ideas didn't become prevalent in our country until a man by the name of Joseph Buttigieg translated Gramsci into English. Wow. And Brandon, I read that name a dozen times and my eyes just like didn't even see it. Until one night, I'm like, Joseph Buttigieg, surely that can't be the Buttigieg. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it is Pete Buttigieg's father that brought Gramsci's cultural Marxism here to America. Wow, that's incredible. And it makes a whole lot of sense, to tell you the truth. (laughs) Unfortunately, it does, yes. I mean, you'd think that there would be an enterprising journalist somewhere that would ask if Pete Buttigieg has any ideological relation to his father in addition to the biological connection. but. uh, Apparently, we're not allowed to ask him that. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Liz Wheeler, the new book is Hide Your Children. Thank you so much for being with us. And, of course, you can find uh, the Liz Wheeler Show on our website and all information about Liz, uh, great information, LizWheeler.com. Liz, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate it. This is News Radio KQOB. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.